Suppose I told you everything you think you know about San Francisco is wrong. Now suppose it's not me telling you to suppose that, but it's an actual San Francisco progressive taking the red pill on progressivism. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Scott Ott. And so Rachel filling in for Bill Whittle this week. Bill suffered a tragic uh, incident at the hairdresser on Monday and is out. <laughs> For the rest of the week, uh, Bill, we we hope you and your hair get well soon. Uh, so, gentlemen, uh, this this just blew my mind. Michelle Tandler, a young businesswoman in San Francisco, she founded the Life School, which helps people in a very short amounts of time find their best life skills. Looks very interesting. I'm going to have to get into this later, see if I actually have any life skills. Went on a Twitter rant, uh, and it's not even fair to call this a rant. This was this was heartfelt stuff. On Sunday, the day after Christmas, and let me just uh, read you from her intro. This, this is all her words. She says, here is what confuses me about San Francisco. We have the most liberal left-wing government and population of the country. We have a $13 billion budget. I looked that up. She's right. It's $15,000 per person. And we have 8,000 people sleeping in the rain this week. Can someone please explain this to me? And just in case you think she's some sort of right-wing provocateur, um, it turns out she's a lifelong Democrat. Uh, She's a progressive. She says she went to a progressive school raised by progressive parents and has been a registered Democrat for 18 years, which I'm guessing is since about the time she was 18 years old. Um, and this is the question that I think really got me, So She said, what do progressives stand for exactly? I thought it was about making things more fair, about standing up for the little guy, about human rights, equality, equity, compassion. San Francisco, to me, looks like the least compassionate city on the planet. Uh, Zoe, what would, you, what would you say to Michelle in this situation? Well, it's good that, I mean, no matter what, beliefs that you have you want to test your beliefs you know it's uh you want to make sure and not only that your beliefs can't just be looking good on paper and your beliefs can't just be about all all about you feeling good i feel good about what i believe and feel like it makes me a good person and stuff like that you got to see if it's if it's applicable applicable you you can't just be academic about it and and she is having that moment where it's like okay my beliefs are really being put to the test here and uh Hopefully, you know, and, and I've been there, man. I've been there. I, I, I myself was a uh, more more liberal oriented, if, if one wills, or or progressive. And uh, it comes to you know, you come to find out, well, progressive is really about as progressive as cancer when when you get down to it. And you know, when they're talking about this liberalism, you got to follow what the full evolution of liberalism is. You can't just take a snapshot of liberalism and say that liberalism will be contained right here, and and liberalism is always going to be this good thing. You follow liberalism. Liberals complete evolution, you're going to find that liberal means uh, being liberal with making laws, being liberal with your power, liberal with taxing money, liberal with spending money, liberal with who qualifies as a human being and who doesn't, liberal with what's you know uh, good for the environment and what's not. You're going to take a whole bunch of liberties. And who are you to tell anybody else what the statute of liberalism is? Because that wouldn't be liberal now, would it? So she's finding out the hard way, you know, and and hopefully she really does come to the conclusion that, yeah, uh, maybe it feels good to think this way and maybe it looks good on paper. You know, but you know what? I can't be academic about this anymore. And I'm going to have to look at the real world and see the real world results of this and see that it really is. It's make believe. It's imaginary. We can only imagine that this feels good and that this is right. But. Here in Realville, 
uh, yeah, this ain't working out. Yeah, that's the truth. And I'm, I'm always fascinated by these these stories, whether it's uh, Michelle's, Zoe, or yours, probably because I don't have one. I suck <laughs> at character arcs. I was raised by sort of Goldwater Reagan Republicans, and I am mostly a Goldwater Reagan Republican, and here I am. Um, Scott, you get deeper into this Twitter thread, and it's, it's, it's really heartbreaking. I say this as somebody who loved San Francisco, but I left there almost 30 years ago because I could see what was coming. She says, the slums of Mumbai look cleaner than the streets of downtown San Francisco. This isn't just the Tenderloin. That's the really crappy area of town where I could afford to live when I was 24 years old. Uh, she says, it's Soma, parts of the mission, dog patch. We have thousands of people wandering around looking like they are on the brink of death. This is why people use the term zombie. I assume she's talking about the homeless population here. She says, I grew up in a progressive family, went to a progressive school, yet what I see in San Francisco, if this is what progressive stands for, I want the opposite. And let me get just a little deeper into this before I turn it over to you, Scott. She says, the words used here, harm reduction, housing first, criminal justice, social justice, equity, they don't align with what I'm seeing at all. Our strategy might as well be called harm increased, housing last, victim injustice, social injustice, unfairness. Um, Scott, I'll just give you the same question I, I gave to Zoe. What would you want to say to this young lady as, uh, as she takes the red pill? First of all, keep looking and keep asking. Um, yeah. and, and I think that too often when we get into discussions that quickly turn into divisive debates and, and insults with people who disagree with us politically, um, our instinct is to want to mock somebody or ridicule them or saying, oh, you know, now you notice you're finally waking up to this. Not at all. Not at all. Everybody has to go through a, a journey of understanding. And, you know, the old saying that, you know, if you're if you're not a progressive when you're young, you don't have a heart. And if you're uh, still a progressive when you're older, you don't have a brain. Um, there's some uh, there's some accuracy and truth to that. And so, first of all, when you see somebody who's finally waking up to the reality of what a particular ideology has produced, uh, don't close the door open it. Welcome that inquiry. Don't try to impose your talking points on her and say, okay, well, here's how it is. Uh, you finally real, you finally understand that I'm right and you're wrong. Um, that's not the way to, to treat it either. Um, I think uh, the risk here is somebody seeing what's going on there. And instead of saying, you know, let me look around the country and see if there are any cities that are better run. Let me see if there are any places that are more pleasant to live in that have the same kind of mix of challenges, but somehow have managed to not have 8,000 people sleeping in the rain uh, this week and to not have zombies wandering the streets. I mean, no wonder Hollywood has this obsession with zombie movies and zombie <laughs> video games and everything. That's to them. It's not a it's not a fantasy video game. It's just like, hey, this is downtown San Francisco. Um but, you know, maybe you should look around the country and see if there are any better ways and explore those ideas and, and welcome that kind of inquiry. I, I think that the risk is that she's going to look at it and go, well, it's because the party in charge hasn't gone all the way. It's because they've been lukewarm about their liberalism or their progressivism. And that's what we see at a national level. And, and many 
really good-hearted people I know who are saying, well, the reason why uh, Democrat cities are failing is because Democrats haven't fully gone uh, either socialist or, you know, completely, they wouldn't say it this way, but completely autocratic. In, in other words, government controlling even more things. And we don't want to push her off in that direction because in reality, that's not the solution. If you really believe in your conservative principles, then your objective should not be to conquer people who are finally waking up to reality. Your objective should be to welcome them, to make it easier for them without losing face to come over to the, you know, the bright side, so to speak. Um, and frankly, to clean up your own house and make sure that you're not part of the problem that's chasing people away from your ideas. I, th I think this is wonderful. I think more and more people are doing it than we ever hear about. And, uh, and God bless her for, not for agreeing with me, so to speak. <laughs> God bless her for thinking yeah. and observing and exploring and being open. Yeah, Scott, you reminded me of one of the smartest things I ever said, and I can always remember this because I haven't said that many smart things over my <laughs> life, uh, but never interrupt someone when they're busy talking their way over to your side. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody on the internet mm. <laughs> might, might be a little happier and a lot more effective if they try to keep that in mind. Um, let me, uh, let me uh, finish with uh, one of the last things that, that Michelle Tandler wrote. She said, I'm starting to develop a seriously dark view of the progressive politicians in charge of our town. They have absolute power, act like a regime, and talk often of how broken the system is. You have to wonder, with the funds we have as a city, state, and nation, is this situation on purpose? And yeah, hmm. it is on purpose. Um, Michelle, you're, you're so close to figuring this whole thing out. Let me see if it just in the nicest, warmest, hardest way I can help you make that final leap. The evil of progressivism is it takes mankind's best virtues, our, our, our desire to help, our, our, our eagerness for fairness, our, our compassion for our fellow man. It takes these virtues and it twists them up into political control that doesn't care about outcomes just as long as the progressives get the money and power that they really seek. I hope this helps. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.